I am Josh Young. And I'm Josh Dillon. And you're listening to the Pink and Black Playback, 4 out of 10 podcast chronicling the 10 out of 10 career of Brett the Hitman Hart, where we cover all the highs, the lows, and the pinky middles. Gross. <laughs> yes. And on today's episode, we have Bret Hart versus Rick Martell. Uh, the WWF, not WWE. What's wrong with me? I, Stupid. Plenty, plenty. You, you, yeah. Shall I list that chronologically we'll or on, alphabetically? We'll save that for the for the goodbye. <laughs> uh, at a WWF Madison Square Garden show. House uh, show, yeah. March 19th, 1990. Say it right, Frenchie. It's the model, Rick Martel. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's the gimmick we're in. It's true. <laughs> not Strike Force, Rick Martel. No. And then after that, we have Bret Hart. Versus Tiger Mask for the WWF Junior Heavyweight Championship in New Japan Pro Wrestling, February 5th, 1982. When you talk about a, a Japanese wrestling match from the 80s, you have to use your best geek voice. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one, though. It was quite good. Also, get it right, Frenchie. That's Cowboy Bret Hart. Is it? Do they actually put Cowboy in his name? He is a cowboy. I like, know he was always cowboy, cowboy there. He was Cowboy then. But like they only said, they didn't say. Uh, cowboy Bret Hart, unless there's a <laughs> Japanese equivalent for cowboy I'm unfamiliar with. Gaijin Bretteru Hartaru? Maybe White Gaijin's like Brett. cowboy, like it, it's all encapsulating, Ooh, right? Maybe. One of those things. Um, so, the model, Rick Martel. Fucking ain't right. And Bret Hart. Um, get us started. It starts off some... Uh... Well, <laughs> this one I call the snoozer. Later on, we got the sleeper. <laughs> Nice. By sleeper, I mean good. By snoozer, I mean literal, literal sleep. Yeah, sli people were literally sleeping, sleeping in, in like the, crowd. Well, the first or second <laughs> row. It was beautiful. It's not, I can't believe they caught that on camera. Anywho, uh, you got, uh, I find it hilarious that they, they uh, Rick Martell is being billed from uh, Miami, Florida. Clearly, clearly from uh, deep within the recesses of Montreal, Quebec. That uh, Dick uh, Canadian accent from oh, yeah. um, the French region. <laughs> yes. It's uh, quite obvious, and I and I just like the idea of the thought. Of course, is that models are from Miami, Florida. Makes sense specifically because you would never see a model in Montreal, right? They that, aren't they aren't internationally, you know, renowned, or they don't travel the world. They Ooh. just come straight out of they. I they're like born that. and bred out of out of Miami, Florida, and then they come and try to wrestle. I love it. I love it. <laughs> God. So we get two um, classic stadium home video style promos Ugh. where you got <laughs> Brett who gives you like really the epitome of like why people are like, you know, Brett Hart really wasn't that great at, uh, at promos. Well, okay, compared to Martell. Oh, no, we'll get there. <laughs> compared we'll get to Martell's, uh, it was a fucking. Uh, uh, no one's being attacked here. A I, would, I would never attack Brett Hart. <laughs> I know better. Uh, and this is definitely why. This is the kind of like, it's, it's 1990. They're just trying to figure out what the fuck Brett the Hitman Hart is. Yeah, I am the good guy. The, the next promo, I am the bad guy. Yeah, well, this I is am the, the bad guy. The, <laughs> the funniest part about Brett's promo to me is it's been like maybe a year. Brett never really like had any like overcoming things. Like the, when he changed, when the Hart Foundation, the original incarnation of the yeah. Hart Foundation changed, from heel to face, it it's kind of whiplashy. There's not a lot of like reasons why or a build up to and from. Just like fuck, fuck in the mouth of the south. I guess. Like, <laughs> mouth fuck the mouth of the south. Well, the, you yeah you had you had uh, Anvil who was always just high energy, 
And then Brett always telling him to calm down or yeah. bring it back down. And this is what we're going to do. Yeah. 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 And he, but again, he was portrayed as arrogant. The old version. Originally. Yes. Uh, of the hitman. Arrogant. Yeah. And then nothing really happened to change that. He just decided he was a good guy. And now he's against Rick Martel. And in this promo, boy, Brett wants you to know he doesn't like arrogant people. No, mm -hmm. no, not at all. That's he was never weird. arrogant in his life once ever. No. Before no. any of this uh, MSG shenanigans takes place. And uh, after that, we have Rick Martel. <laughs> what was that one like, Josh? The, oh, patchy. To the point where he even, like, he talks about how he's going to beat Brett. And then stumbles, and then let me rephrase that. <laughs> yeah, he basically in the middle alive. of the promo, and then said he was just gonna be arrogant and beat Brett. But he had to stop in the middle of his promo to rephrase everything. And then it, there's these weird jump cuts to get to the next thing. Yeah, and it's so funny. But also, uh, his patented. Uh, we don't know what it's called. Maybe you guys in yeah. podcast land could tell us his perfume pusher. It was very gigantic and looked like bug spray. Yeah, the bug killer thing. Yeah, and it it had on the on the bar of it. Going across was arrogance. It's the smell of the 90s. Ooh. Big uh, Donkey Kong 3 fan, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> it things. is the start of the 90s. And obviously, Rick Mart. Yeah, 1990. And obviously, Rick Martell is the man of the 90s. I got to say, for a pro wrestler, fucking Rick Martell has super straight teeth. It's like they must, capped. must it's be so capped. eerie, but it's just one of those things where it's like it's so straight. Like, how do you keep those in your face? Like, in a pro as a pro wrestler, how do you not? Get yeah, how do they not get bashed in? Look at Cesaro getting his fucking uh, oh god, yeah, knockers taked out, right? That was Teeth classic. knockers, not knockers, knockers, <laughs> knockers, knockers. Yeah, I don't know what he did before he wrestled. Who knows? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Brett coming out in. Some of the lowest quality looking Brett gear. You couldn't stop mentioning it. This is the this is the cheapest fashion moment we're gonna get to here yeah. on the podcast because it looks fucking like dog. Like I wouldn't say dog shit. I'm thinking he the looks, kid in the crowd yeah. had a better, almost a better costume, oh, if not as equal. He's my fa favorite. I don't usually trade change thumbnails uh, for these podcasts, <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna make that kid the thumbnail. He's he's gorgeous. Wait till you see him. Right now, he's like 42 years old somewhere. Yeah. Like, voted for Trump. Oh, yeah. He, definitely. Nobody. <laughs> God. Hating life. Hope hating, he got bullied a whole bunch just looking at that. Kid. Hated Obama. God. Loved Trump. Really hates Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Sorry, kid. It might actually be named Brandon. I mean, it was that time. <laughs> um, so Brett's gear is terrible. It's the uh, color palette wise. We got the pink on the bottom, the black on top. Really, again, uh, heart foundation-esque of this era. Yeah. It's very plain. He's got the one heart on his uh, chest. On the side. Yeah, because it's over his heart. It's not right? centered, but you Ooh. can clearly see the stitching. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the pants almost look, I don't want to call them fleece, but I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> They're not... They don't look as flat and shiny as no. they usually do. Oh, this is bare and bones. Speaking of flat and shiny, it is almost diaper-like. <laughs> we watched um, this match with uh, Josh's partner, and Anna. they had <laughs> pointed out, and she had pointed out that fucking, like, is he wearing a diaper? <laughs> yeah. Sharon said in no uncertain terms, I think Brett's wearing a diaper. I'm like, and then like, like, no, he's not. Like minutes later, after stewing about it, Josh is like, Brett is not wearing a diaper. And we don't, uh, we don't blaspheme Brett in this she's house. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. It definitely looks like there's a, I don't know, maybe there's some weird padding. Some, and because Rick didn't have that. Nope. Rick looked fine. Look, Rick looked he's fine. not in his full, mar uh, full 
uh, model days yet where he doesn't have like the vest on. He doesn't have glasses on. He doesn't the have pin, the pin. The oh, I need I need to find this yeah. pin. And his hair is fluffy and strike force. Yeah. Roles, and later you know on his I mean? career, he cut it like super short and slick it back. Yeah, it looks great. Looks Especially great when then. he was like taking on like Jake the Snake, mm -hmm. one of the patented fuse that they had. But Rick Martel, the model Rick Martel had this famous pin famous to us and to the marks that it was gigantic and it just said yes i am a model i love it i really really it do. was pinned to his like uh sequenced uh dinner jacket i just and he, like, had a bow tie later on i want to be at the gas station he found that at. i was like yeah i fucking want that pin so bad <laughs> like it's the so gimmick bad. now oh i love that so much <laughs> fucking yeah and he's got the big poofy hair his hair looks great but it's almost like you got the post kind of strike force still you got like a yin yang thing going on here. You yeah. got uh, yeah, a baby oil Brett, and you got kind of fluffy <laughs> looking Rick Martell. You've got two wolves inside of you. One of them has Bret Hart's haircut. The other one has <laughs> when Rick I when Martell's. I get ready when I get ready for work in the morning and I have to put product in my hair. I look like Brett, and through the oh, course okay. of the day, I end up looking like Rick Martell. <laughs> you know, whatever you got to tell yourself. We all feel like we look like Brett. I mean, it's fine. I mean, those those are two looking good looking men. Yeah, so you can I'm, do a lot worse. I'm riding high on that one. Jesus. And uh, one's a hitman, one's a model. There you go. Really? I like it. <laughs> James Bond characters, frankly. <laughs> so this match is the drizzling shit. It ain't good. Holy shit. <laughs> this is definitely a piss break. If you were here, and you should have, people are literally sleeping. As we said, there's a couple with a woman. I, I believe it's during a moment in the match. Rest, where, I'm just rest yeah, hold. The 90% of this match, it's 30 mm. minutes long, by the way, is a rest hold. There is a part where you can see a couple and a woman's got her head on her, uh, the man sitting next to her shoulder. Yeah. And she is clearly eyes closed to sleep. And the guy is wearing fucking glasses. And I swear to God, he's asleep too. It It is fucking it's, embarrassing. It's the only person who gives a shit about this match is that one goddamn kid. And that other kid with the Budweiser shirt. Right. Yelling, telling, telling Martell to fuck, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Uh, besides <laughs> those two children, nobody gave a shit about this match, especially not the guys in the ring. It was a snoozer. Uh, yeah, the, the couple that was sleeping were only mildly interrupted by the concession person uh, trying to get them to buy popcorn. Oh, God, yes. He came oh, like You can yeah, see him like yeah. on that hard camera. They're sleeping, and all of a sudden, the concession guy's like, popcorn here, yeah. and then, like, they... Yeah, you see they, him shake. Yeah, and then you see, him, you see him self-awkward in the thing. I'm sorry, we don't got much to say about this, because it's a fucking snooze I fest. I wish I could. Yeah, there's not even... <laughs> oh, oh, there's uh, two atomic drops, both kinds. Regular and inverted. You know, exactly, as you do. I love how it's an inverted atomic... Because inverted implies that it's upside down, not that it's backwards. In reverse, yeah. Yeah, but... Because if you're doing an, a revert, an inverted atomic drop, you're dropping somebody's head on your knee. It's a go to sleep. Yeah. I'm gonna, Literally. I am going to fucking get into this argument. Give later. him the book. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna talk about this one on Twitter, I'm sure. This is, this is, uh, semantics here. I'm sorry. I am <laughs> wrestling with myself to come up with anything interesting to say here. I don't recognize the referee. He's got a weirdly shaped oblong body. He's one of those guys that doesn't have a waist. I, you like, know? I like the part where Kinda he built, kicked. Like, a pagoda. <laughs> It does not look like Abe Vigoda. Not his face, but he's like... Meh. Oh, the way he wears his pants yeah. looks like Abe Vigoda. Yeah. Uh, I like the part where not Abe Vigoda referee kicks Martell's hand off the rope. That was funny. In an octopus hold. And it's like... And he had to drop the whole hold right away. So he's doing an octopus. He just uses his free hand to reach over and grab the ropes. You know, the classic wrestling bullshit. For, of like, oh, for more leverage. Leverage, I guess. <laughs> That's how that works when you let go means. of your opponent. <laughs> and then, yeah, he kicks his hand and he drops the entire hold. And yeah. it, 
way to really put over this like 60 year old referee you did a great job there <laughs> uh you you made comments we're going a little bit back to the fashion you made comments of uh rick martell's uh bootlaces and how they were way too long <laughs> yeah he doesn't like tuck his bootlaces in at all they're literally like just sticking out like a kid tying up winter boots it's the it's the flair you know i think the flair as the model Ooh, i like it yeah and this you, is basically his tassels back in the match because it's all just like whips and and rest holds and Bret Hart wrestling doing joint manipulation. Not and like Rick you. Martell's, though, he, he just sits there. I mean, Brett. Yeah, he takes it. Too, my right? arm, my arm. <laughs> I'm like, yes, like, my arm, arm ref. Like, yeah, my arm ref. Why do you want the ref to sit? help me? <laughs> I didn't understand what he was going for there. And a real close up of his teeth, like the the top, the crown. Is it called? Sure. I'm. I'm not a doctor or a dentist, but Albert Baker. <laughs> Thank you. Isaac Yankum too. <laughs> I would prefer Britt Baker. You know, her her name isn't actually a joke name that sounds like he's going to yank your teeth out of your head. So, <laughs> DDS. Sorry, I don't want to They're interrupt. both DDSs. Oh, uh, no, DMD. Oh. Do you know what the difference is? Nothing. Just depends on where you get your license. Oh, get your state uh, you're in? Ed ed education. That's Interesting. Why, that's my understanding. I did not know that. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> see, this conversation is more interesting than the match. I swear, I swear to God, <laughs> we couldn't. We like we basically didn't really have much to say during the because usually we're talking about the match when we're watching oh, yeah. it, and we couldn't fucking find a thing to say other than maybe Rick Martel's music was the prototype to Val Venus's entrance yeah, music. Similar, Sounds similar instrumentation. Can there. we put the? Can we put? Sure, we'll right here. Splice. Boom. Okay, we're back in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> just a lot that. of peeing around. And then Josh was like, Mr. Dylan here was like, you notice there aren't any big moves. And then no sooner does that happen is when Brett gets his shine back. Suplex, fucking atomic drop, inverted atomic drop. Russian side Russian For leg side sweep. Russian the patented side Russian leg sweep maybe a backbreaker it's like the five moves of death or whatever yeah Brett's Brett. Brett's rope pinpoint elbow and that was it and oh a, a lot a lot of okay so our, there was a lot of petering around the in during the match on the on the ape along the apron in the yeah on the outside and then all of a sudden Brett's getting his shine back at as soon as the bell rings, or maybe a, 
a second or two before Brett gets back in the ring and you think he has won by countout. At which point, Mr. Dylan and myself were like, what? <laughs> and then <laughs> Howard Finkel, who does a pretty good job of not selling arrogance. Yeah. The, the, yeah, he gets sprayed in the face. And it's the yeah, he's like waving it off. It's like he got pissed on. Because like, at the beginning of the match, Rick Martell is telling everybody that they stank. They stank. <laughs> and he starts blowing arrogance, the smell of the 90s, out into the crowd. And it shoots to some fucking yokel going like, holding his nose and be like, hey, oh, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. There was more action in the crowd. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember more about the people in the crowd than I do this. We had the sleeping couple. We had that guy. We had the, the children. bad mouth kid in the beard, sh beard shirt. <laughs> yeah. And Brett. we have the Super kid. Brett fan. <laughs> He's like a super Brett fan. The worst part about this, it's funny because this kid had a shitty homemade outfit. Looked a lot like Brett's shitty homemade <laughs> yeah. outfit. Very comparable. Pretty good, actually, like for, for a child. But weirdly enough, the wristbands were pink, but they were like, tied on in a weird way where there's a lot of flappy extra bits there. It was just like he's doing his best. But also Brett did not have his patented pink. No, he had the white. He had, white. he had the white. So like, I don't know if this kid was predicting something. But, you know, <laughs> he was just making there. the color scheme. I mean, if you notice, yeah. he's wearing the kids wearing like pink socks, uh, converses. Yeah. And pink laces, which I'm thinking of doing for Halloween. Right, it's not a bad look. It's, it's good not, for Halloween. You know, it's good for Halloween. Better than putting those stupid fucking boots on. Holy like God. if I keep my hair until Halloween, I might go as Brett. Go for it. Do I shave the mustache? You're going as Brett. Do I shave I the mustache? I can't. Anvil. We're, oh. We talked about this. We got but I'm Brett with a mustache. <laughs> I can't shave. I can't shave it off. There's no fucking way. Okay. Well, I guess you can keep the mustache. Sweet. <laughs> we uh yeah. So we don't get much in this. It's a fucking time limit draw, which is a rarity. Even Brett for gets WWE yeah. in 1990. It's pathetic. Brett gets in the ring. Ding ding ding. Finkel. Comes in, he said, and uh, this the judges, whoever they were, <laughs> declared it, declare this yeah. a draw. And then they have a bit of a fight. At, Anvil. Martell comes in, starts ba bashing on Brett. Brett gets the upper hand, chucks him out of the ring, and that's the match. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, everybody happy now. <laughs> Brett won, I guess. Yeah. And uh, we we apparently, according to to Baron von <laughs> Goobertown, Lord Alfred Hayes, sure. he uh, and Hillbilly Jim on commentary yeah, for Hillbilly no fucking Jim's just there, and I don't know why. He I don't know I, why he, like, he says almost nothing for the first ten minutes of this match to a point where it's like, was he in the bathroom? And then just a little later? play by play. But we had no idea who it was until his name is like completely dropped because it made were, no fucking sense. You and I were guessing, trying to guess who it was. I was like. Dick Murdoch? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Just somebody kept talking and, like, occasionally had, like, a southern accent, and that was about it. Uh, so, what uh, out of 10 watts do you give this? This is getting uh, a 4 out of 10. A 4 out of 10, yes, I am a model, even though I love that pin. And it's a beautiful pin. You just want more of it. That's I, fair. I just want, I want that pin. We're not even there yet in Rick's career storied career in the WWF. It, just a gimmick. And he only ever won the tag belts three times, and that's it. I, you know what? This is, fuck, I can't remember what I gave the Terry Funk. Five. Five. Did I get five? I believe five. That feels too high. This is definitely, because you said four, and I, again, for sure, but I'm not even, <laughs> I don't even know what was a four. I gotta say, Ooh. this is probably, 
a three in that there wasn't a lot of obvious mistakes or errors. No, or no, no, no. It, it, it was, everything and, went to plan. It but just... I wouldn't even necessarily call this a competent wrestling match. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like there was anything going on here. There was nothing, 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 nothing. A little bit. Do, and then, uh, do you nothing. forget that we're trying to put Brett over here? Oh, I didn't say it was Brett's fault. Brett, did the most... <laughs> you're going to tell me anybody else did more work than him other than that kid who was dressed just like him? And Wasn't the Budweiser he... kid just yeah. telling everybody, fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. Those kids worked real hard. Oh, fuck it, to the moon. <laughs> the next Rockas. There was, there was a chill going through this condo as we record. God. So, I, yeah, I give it three out of ten referees without wastes. <laughs> That's uh, definitely it. Mr. Dillon was debating how that man put, uh, how that referee put his pants on. Is yeah. it over? How, is it over his gut? Is it about. under his gut? Where is his like, waist? <laughs> you know the you know the body type I'm talking about. The kind of guy who's just like tubular in a way. Usually it's an older gentleman, and they're like their waist disappears, just not there. How do you know when to stop pulling your pants up? Like where do you put the belt? I don't know. If if you know, please contact Josh. He can let me know. Um, uh, so I'm ready to move on. How about you? I guess uh, I was ready so, to move on the moment that match came on. Really, <laughs> not just to like shit on a 30 minute nothing match, but we after that have a quite good 20 minute match between Bret Hart and Tiger Mask for the WWF Junior Heavyweight Championship in New Japan Pro Wrestling, February 5th, 1982. Um, what do you first of all? What do you know about the belt? Anything? We were debating whether or not it was created. It was their first. WWF and and uh, New Japan's first collaboration yeah. a for a junior thing. junior heavyweight light heavyweight this was like cruiserweight a kind of a shoulder tap thing for yeah. Antonio right like, yeah yeah you yeah know, trying to get the rub from the Fed that he, yeah you know they wanted talent this is the best way to kind of do it and I got to say I love New Japan's consistent use of other federations other groups that's the thing I do like about um, AEW or just modern wrestling outside the Fed. Is this international like, flair? Yeah, you I get love the fucking international AAA flair. guys. Yeah, in. you know, you get whatever, and you bring those belts with you. You give the belts a, a moment to shine. Yeah, but you also make your organization, in a way, feel like more legitimate. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, the, the, anybody can come in. Yeah, very exactly. like I love the, I love the idea of like this international flair. Like it's so anybody from anywhere. It's like fucking Street Fighter Two, man. <laughs> like <laughs> like anything could happen. You could fight anywhere for whatever belt, and it's that's that's the neat part about it. This match was uh, fucking pretty darn good. I'll say. Oh man, top. quick, crisp, uh, snug, as Brett would say, wrestling in Japan. Back to the title for a second. We are unsure if that title ended up becoming the 1990s Attitude Era WWF Light Heavyweight Championship held by various wrestlers, such as Takamichinoku, who kind of rebrought that title back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Christian had it at one point with when he was with the Brood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking yeah. Xbox kind of had the last kind of run with it. Really, yeah. Spike Dudley, like Tajiri, Yoshihiro Tajiri. Like, I'm, but we don't very know good wrestlers actually. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm know, like naming the like, names of names. Jerlin. So <laughs> how much? Yeah. Fuck yeah. When you talk about the actual matches worth watching in the Attitude Era, so much of it are these like yeah, like great other dudes. But it was like, such like a bullshit. Like it was a whatever belt. But like yeah. you got some good matches out of that, and like. Filler filler matches on Raw yeah. and Heat and yeah. and SmackDown. Those were good matches. Time. When you're just dealing with such a personality-driven 
um, version of wrestling at the moment. Fucking Jeff Hardy held that title. It. You still need people to fill things yeah, up. Yeah, you right? still and you got you got good, pretty good, quick wrestling matches out of him. But we are unsure as to whether or not that's the same title or it had evolved into that title. I am guessing just because of the age of it, because this is 1982, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing this was, if I'm not mistaken, this is I probably am mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, this was a <laughs> Japan only belt. This is for was New it? Japan. Because yes, I know the mistaken. light heavyweight championship has some ties to another championship in Japan originally. That's I was reading it. about it. I, once, think, I think I think what they're doing there is they're doing the fake legacy thing. They're saying these belts mm. are connected because they are in the same way that they're a certain weight class. It's a junior heavyweight thing and it's a WWF belt. That's it. It's kind of like the big gold belt in WWF and how they like, oh, it's connected to that uh, WWE. But it's the like, NWA, yeah. It's not, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, we're not going to do any research so, for it. So uh, Jason Klatt, friend of the show, uh, if you don't mind uh, taking a look-see. Yeah, exactly. Feel free to <laughs> let me know. Text contact me. Josh later and let us know. I am totally down for that. I am, I am receiving all calls. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. In... Uh, the ring. I think they're both in the ring. No, Brett's in the ring. Brett's the in the ring, and then one, you get this, you get this Japanese disco. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! You get Japanese disco as through you the crowd. <laughs> and uh, uh, Sayama, I think his name is. I pronounced that wrong. I know I am. Uh, but the guy, the original Tiger Mask, comes out, and he's so over. It's just I love the idea of how Tiger Mask has always been over with fans. Just, right. It doesn't matter who's playing the gimmick. It's cool. Like, and it's it's useful. It's fun, and they think this is a great example of how you do uh one a face that isn't dumb and also how you do the little guy the underdog on the big guy yeah. kind of thing and it, it, that was always that was always a big thing with uh with japanese wrestling yeah. pudo uh they they always they always dug a, a cowboy yeah. gaijin yeah brett with his fucking cowboy yeah, hat on brett's not like brett's not the hitman at yeah at any point at this point and again this is this predates his actual time as a contracted wrestler in the WWF. So uh, for all you trivia night assholes, <laughs> this is very likely the first WWF title yeah. that Brett ever challenged for. And not being with the company. And it's a fucking good match. Brett playing a completely different role than he usually plays in the ring, even when he's a he's a heel, you know? like Just stomping around. He's the big guy. Yeah, he's you, just stomping. We're playing a... We're, we're, we're facing a, an opponent here who is much smaller, uh, he gets to be that Bob Orton, Stan Hansen type of cowboy yeah. here. And he knows the role and he does it pretty well. He's a little slower. He makes himself basically from like, <laughs> I think of like cheerleading, like he's a base in this match, you know? Because <laughs> there's several parts where Tiger Mask is running up his chest or just doing these like, you know, bouncy high moves and uh, Brett is being the sturdy bottom. <laughs> <laughs> other other than other than uh most of the gaijins that they would bring over being cowboys giant cowboys oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was rare occasions where that wasn't the case like uh case in point uh vader also case in point bruiser brody but oh, yeah just yeah. madmen like they, I think, giants i think vader is basically when they stopped doing that i think they kind of figured out that you could get a large american and get him over as scary without without being a cowboy, cowboy. Like, you know always because it, was it always wasn't Western just themed. cowboys but it was always the big guy yeah 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 and when i say the big guy in new japan at the time six one or taller really yeah like, you get the guy because that's the thing brett kind of has the, the fucking bob orton body type <laughs> And that's at, the, not, at this not point, insult, but it's definitely baby fat Brett. This is Brett in the early 80s. There's yeah. a little extra there. And that's not an insult.
belt, he still looks good and he's still super athletic. Wrestling, wrestling around the world. At this point, he's like even in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Wrestling, right? Germany, he's out and in Europe. And they're showing off uh, the tube stake there too. He's wearing the <laughs> small uh, black trunks here with just a teeny little racing slipe on the side, a little white one. <laughs> We're evolving. His his boots are ugly as sin. They're this white uh, with red trimmings, red and blue yeah. kind of. Uh, Almost like a roller disco or like a. <laughs> well, you definitely see the soccer, shoot. the soccer socks going yeah. over the oh, yeah. boot. <laughs> it's real goofy as fuck, and I quite enjoy that. Uh, so to get onto the match itself, it is largely Tiger Mask showing off here in a beautiful way. It's um, a banger. It's it shows how fucking fast that guy can motor in the ring. Boy, and not just fast, impactful. Yeah, for a a, a little littler guy, especially facing Brett. Yeah, it comes off great you get this whole chopping the tree down thing it doesn't feel like a lot of weak weight when he hits brett or he puts on some kind of crank or some kind of lock it looks good it looks like you would uh you'd expect it to in a legitimate uh setting again not surprising this is the guy who would go on to start shudo in japan <laughs> one of like the first mma organizations yeah well, did he start in the 90s or later on Fuck, I think it was actually the 80s. Holy shit. Shudo, if so I'm not mistaken. Obviously after this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but like, you know, predates, uh, precursor to Pride. I, I don't know enough about it to really talk about it. But if I'm not mistaken, some of the matches weren't exactly, well, Pride, some of the matches weren't exactly on the up and up too. Right. But I think at this point, it was more <laughs> openly half shoot, half work. Uh, but uh, I digress. Uh, Brett calls this guy... Uh, the Bruce Lee, Lee of pro yeah. wrestling, and uh, at some point, according to to Wikipedia, which I did not do research for, I always I thought I always thought Ricky it. the Dragon Steamboat was the Bruce Lee of, of pro Yo, wrestling. But I get what he's saying here <laughs> because you got a guy that is quick and impactful. Yeah, and it's usually just he's trying to again do a real wrestling thing. He's trying to hurt Brett. He's trying to keep Brett on the ground. I dug. Really I dug on the legs. I dug that. Uh, that's he did a couple. Did it a couple times that spinning back uh jump kick yeah like that he would get over it oh it was Beautiful. fucking cool and again not in the like soft like dancer kind of way no it was fucking stiff like he'd make sure he hit his like he was shoulder or oh, as brett would talk about japanese wrestling snug snug, snug. snug. not stiff snug. snug again it's a very subtle difference but important as we've uh, previously <laughs> learned with uh perfect versus excellence <laughs> Uh, but it's, we're, we're learning our metrics as this I, show goes on. I had a lot of fun with this match. There's a lot of real good groundwork here. This isn't like Tiger Mask is shockingly. You might expect a smaller wrestler like him to be more top rope driven, more high flying to some degree. Except for that, and it wasn't. It was no. fucking ground based up no. until the end, and that one yeah. sequence where he's just running circles around him. Gorgeous. Also, Brett gets like a pretty good uh, drop kick on him. You don't get to see, you get to see like his legs and not the whole execution. Yeah. Excellence. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he does get off a pretty good drop, drop kick, which was yeah. not common with Gaijin's, right? But showing that Brett could still move. But there was a fucking sequence where he's just running ropes around Brett and just hammering him, chopping him down. And it was fucking cool. Yeah. Brett gets a really good, uh, <laughs> what was it? Did he get a brain buster? Oh, they 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 referred to it as a brain buster. Again, we watched this with Japanese um, commentary. commentary, and I'm pretty sure I heard them say brain buster. But it, look, just I, 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 which again, <laughs> I just like to go on in Japan. Is just like I, that's what a culture. I love it. Mushkura, hurida, hi. 
exactly. I can't tell the difference. It's, it's, it's beautiful. I'm pretty good at it. God. I will not be doing a lot of it, but we got trust, trust me when I say. We got to post more pictures of Josh just so people understand <laughs> your your heritage, so they don't get mad at us later. They know where to find me. <laughs> you you want some grapes? You know where I live. <laughs> I'll be in Little Tokyo. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Good sequence. He gets yeah. he gets a brain buster. Yeah. yeah, but it it also it looked more like a high angle kind of suplex, like you were saying. Yeah, it and looked like it looked more like that. But and then uh, we were joking. Uh, I was like, "Did you check out that uh, scoop suplex?" And you were like, <laughs> "Or as I like to refer to, a scoopplex." Yeah, a scoopplex. <laughs> this is just how you say it. It's good. I'm uh, working on an ice cream truck gimmick. <laughs> I, I don't want to reveal too much at the time, but. Uh, Scooplex might play in. Are you are you just gonna imitate Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal? No, 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 no. I'm gonna be a, a, an ice cream truck guy. But when people come to buy ice cream, uh, I'll just take their money and drive away. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Mister I dot scream. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a real subtle gimmick. I don't know if it's really gonna play with the rubes who listen to this podcast. But, uh, you know, if you give it some time, some real thought, you might really see the, the layers here. <laughs> um, Scoops. But great match. Um, strong the whole time. It is just kind of Brett trying to deal with the speed here. He can't. Yeah. This is, again, we've used, you've used the expression before, under the learning tree. This kind of feels quite a quite. little bit like, you know, Brett, 1982, really getting his international work in here mm -hmm. and um, doing a darn good <laughs> job, making himself a really appealing dancing partner to anybody else yep. in that back. Proves, yeah. proves that, and Brett says it himself, he can pretty much wrestle anybody, make it look good. And this is where he learned to learn yeah. the craft, learned the trade. because oh, his fucking competition here is great. Just, I don't know if I can think of people, uh, of a person who does a, like, inside leg sweep that looked as good. Fuck, that looked good. That he did was, it a couple times. It looked yeah. real fucking fresh. There's one moment where Brett, you know, throws him off the ropes. Brett puts the boot up for a big boot. Because, again, Brett is the huge monster in this yeah. match. Gigantic. So straight boot. Uh to the smaller opponent, but the smaller opponent grabs the, the boot, but no flip or anything here. He just spins around and then like smackaroonie. Low low kick attack yeah. fighting game style. Yeah, it was right something. Down. Yeah, it was something that like a fucking... lot of that chopping down. There's a lot of yeah. hitting the back of the knee. There's a lot of working there. There's the there's a great uh figure four with a oh very interesting yes! kind of walkthrough. And I'm like, I never saw a figure four like that. He does the pretzel tie-up and then slams into it and then lays down and just gives it. Yeah. And then and then Brett turns it around and reverses yeah, it. Very, there was a reversal for a brief moment. I think they go back, don't they? I can't remember. A little bit, a little yeah. Bit. And then it gets a little back apart. and forth there, and then it falls apart. Yeah. Um, the finish here was pretty nice. It was just pretty simple too. Yeah. We got um, yeah, just a double underhook suplex. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. We were debating. It's like no, you were like, no, it's tiger suplex. And then I, I, I might have been looking at my phone when it fucking happened. I had to remind him what uh, double underhooks and what tiger suplexes are. So, oh fuck, it's gonna be not just the brains, but the hair too. Five minutes, I'm gonna <laughs> blow your ass up. But it was good. Cool, cool finish. You don't really see finishes like that in modern wrestling. So it's obviously it's patented for Japanese style mm -hmm. wrestling in 1982. Beautiful. And Tiger that Tiger Mask gets the one two three on poor Cowboy Bret Hart. Cowboy Oh God. Um. Yeah. It was solid all the way around. 
this is definitely a match that I'm happy I saw. This is one of the cool things about this podcast. Yeah. So often we have these matches that are like, you know, this fucking Rick Tar Martel match. Yeah, it's not all just WCW, WWF shit. Like not we, everything is we're the Mona expanding. Lisa. Yeah, not everything is the Mona Lisa. We're trying to expand, give you a little bit of international flair of what, what uh, Bret Hart can do and did. Mm -hmm. Feels like that first match is just a good example of two guys having to go 30 minutes. And I don't know if they what the deal was, but not much... Yeah. It really happened. Here is a much better example of how you can get a lot done um, with just enough. I don't want to say too, with a little because these guys were working. Yeah. But when they did anything, it felt like it mattered. Yeah. And that's High not impact. easy when you're such a small guy. Like there's a reason he got this tiger mask, a cartoon character, a manga superhero. Yeah. Functionally, yeah. he got this. He got this idea over in such a way that they are still doing tiger mask shit today. Yet. Fucking Rocky Romero was was uh, a black a black tiger at one point. His fucking <laughs> now you got his previous tag partners now. Yeah, or was the last black Eddie tiger. Guerrero was a tiger mask. Eddie Guerrero, fucking Silver King, so so much lineage there in a very interesting way. It seems like a lot of guys who just might not have been TV time ready, but they were physically ready. Yeah. You know, they got the nod for that. And uh, Ishii, the Stone Pitbull, which is hilarious to imagine him and Eddie Guerrero. That's nuts. You know, like that's nuts. very different looking dudes. But uh, really good. Really, really solid all around. Had no complaints here. Um, any other thoughts before we go to rate this bitch? The Tiger Mask Adventures continue next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's another match uh, we have. I think it is another... A junior heavyweight championship match. Yeah. And it takes place uh, months, like later in the year, the same year. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So what out of 10 watts uh, do you give this one? Seven out of 10. Brain buster. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Damn good. I would a, a couple things here. I, I almost forgot to mention in the fashion standpoint, uh, fa fashion section, <laughs> fucking the referee here, what they're doing to these poor referees. I love it. They're Did you call him the Japanese Ken Shamrock? Yeah, because first of all, this guy was weirdly buffed to me. He's Jack. He's he more Jack like than Brad. Yeah. And the outfit here is like weirdly old school Olympian style. So he's got like a crest on a white <laughs> uh, polo shirt and you're wearing brown Layered pants makes me want to get a pair of brown, deep brown kayakis. That's what kayakis. I want. Kayakis, I believe how they call them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, kayakis puts the fucking fashion of the WWF refs to shame. Oh, yeah, at this point, yeah, those guys guy look definitely like had a waist. This yeah, guy had a waist too. These guys look um, like schlubs compared to the Japanese uh, refs. They're looking fucking tight as fuck. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that before. I'm, uh, I'm gonna give this an eight. I think this is great. Oh, I think you should absolutely Josh see Dillon this must match. See. I really do think you should, especially if you're a fan of Bret Hart, watch this match. Yeah. Um, the beginnings. I think more um, wrestling fans. I mean, a lot of us now are lucky. We have a lot more access to things like Japanese pro wrestling and New Japan. We can watch all that stuff the same day. Yeah, there this was, took years to, for anybody yeah. to watch. I've never seen this match either. No. But uh, terrific. I, I like it. I dug I dug the speed. I dug the, the tenacity and... Uh, Doug Brett just being the big kaijid, man. We need to see more yeah. Japanese Brett stuff. <laughs> so I guess uh, eight out of ten um, Japanese Ken Shamrocks. Ryu Shamrocks. Ryu Shamroku. Hey. Or Ryu if you're a weirdo. Ryu, yeah. One of them guys. Uh, uh, never. Not on this podcast. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> Shit. So what else do we got? 
uh, Yeshua. Do we got anything else to finish I, this one off? Is this going to be another... Is this the untimely end of Brett Watch? Because I sent you the link and Brett kind of oh, said it. Yeah, might as well do a Brett Watch segment. <laughs> so as we know, as I expected, and I believe I had mentioned on this podcast... Pretty sure Brett is not necessarily interested in going on the road no. or doing any fucking thing that way. Um, I still kind of feel there's going to be an appearance. I feel like there's too much going on for there not to be something. Maybe a little bit, but not a lot of bit. Yeah. Well, Brett is clearly not mad at it. You know no, what no, I mean? No, no, no. He's not. Because if this, if it was, he would have said something once and it all would have shut up. He would have four out of ten something and told somebody to we had go Brett, die. Brett in an interview mentioned that. That bottom line, he's you know not interested in traveling he doesn't want to do that he's yeah. a home guy now he's a home guy i'm home now why would i go out no more i dig that he wants to be remembered <laughs> as a wrestler and not yeah. you know whatever sure all sounds great i still think they're working me and i think bret hart's gonna show up at some point woody i'm i would not be surprised i think if anything this is probably our best chance to get aew a show in fucking alberta because there's <laughs> enough people on that Company At the Saddle Dome. We're going to Calgary. I will fucking yeah. I will walk there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we're, we're taking the Greyhound. <laughs> this one's for Brett and the boys. Okay. Could we? I would absolutely go. Fuck yeah. Oh, completely. Oh, in a in a in a heartbeat. Completely. In a Brett heartbeat. And all those like eight, hell in a Bruce heartbeat. <laughs> that might take a little longer. <laughs> all these uh, AEW wrestlers too, because they all have worked the indies for so long. All have like inter online internet uh, presences too, so yeah. we could probably get some of them to do the podcast. You know, I'm just pretty <laughs> sure. we could be eating Oreos with the bunny. I know she likes to do that on the internet. So Dan Housen might cur might curse you for your glasses being Terrific. too big or something. I don't know. Are we getting press passes? Who do uh, I got to talk to? I'm big enough to look like an AEW wrestler. We're fine. That means I'm the manager of this. Juncture. Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. perfect. Smart Mark. Sterling. Right. I gotta get better get my suit cleaned. <laughs> right? God in the perfect world. But yeah, honest to God, like I think that'd be a great way to get we could do it. We could totally do up, it. If he could fucking walk there, if he could like take a cab to work, he totally would do it. <laughs> Brett would totally do it. So Tony Khan, I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> make sure Mr. Khan. Mr. Khan. Khan. No, that's his dad. His dad's got a similar mustache to you. I don't know if you've ever noticed. Oh. His dad's a very well coiffed man, which is hilarious because Tony Khan Are is. You call me tight, tight. Tony Khan's got that millennial kind of look about him where he Very. looks like he always just woke up and he's late for class. And he with, is, with, a, with like an iPad in his hand. <laughs> completely. He's too busy booking this and like, I don't Retweeting. know. Retweeting. Yeah. Fucking ratioing weirdos on the internet. I love it. What a goober. Um, you calling me tight, tightly quaffed? You are tightly quaffed. Oh my god. I mean, like not right now. What? But you could be. Oh. If you put on a suit and are going to a wedding, you'd look like this guy. Because I know you'd give a shit then. <laughs> Because, again, your girlfriend would make you give a shit. Yeah. Like, Josh, yeah. wash your goddamn hair. <laughs> Please shave. She had so, to force me to shave on Saturday. Actually. I am <laughs> I am not sure anything will come from there. I kind of hope it does one day, and I just really want to be shocked whenever it does. Who knows? Um, AEW. Oh I will God. keep bringing in Alberta. You got the breaking be... Brett news to this <laughs> podcast some point within a week after it's happened weekly it's coming weekly at least a week and a half because we record and then it's released i follow him on instagram so like if brett has a sandwich you're gonna know about it <laughs> whatever happened to the nft project 
Did they go through with that? Brett, I remember Brett at one point advertising like a Brett Stoodle thing. And my my guess was just that <laughs> I knew his kids were previously involved in like um, economic, like economic, uh, like financial business stuff, like loans yeah. or something. I can't even remember. Yeah. Uh, but I, my first thought was like, one of those fucking kids got into NFTs. And was I know, like, he, Dad, was, I know he was repping like a whiskey or a vodka. Oh, yeah. I'd have to look on the Instagram uh Page. As long as you can stay in that chair, and I'm not even joking. I don't know if you remember when Shaw Shaw's a, a local Alberta um, a cable company. Uh, they introduced their every cable company has this now. They're talk to your remote and it does things right for you thing like ten years ago. And Bret Hart was in Lept those commercials, it. and it was literally him and his fucking lazy boy watching TV <laughs> in his place. And I feel like the that's... son becomes the father, the father becomes the son. <laughs> this is it. Oh my god! Shades back to uh, wrestling with shadows. Just constant shots of Snoo Hart just sitting around watching TV. Watching TV. <laughs> Watching wrestling, oh WWF programming. I love it so much. <laughs> Being vaguely disappointed by WWE programming. <laughs> oh god. Oh lord. That's awesome, man. You got me. You got me jacked for if AEW can come to Alberta. Well, one day. Fingers crossed. Oh god. One a boy can dream. A boy can we'll dream. See. We'll see. Um. Anything else you want to add before we call this a day? Uh, you want to know what really grinds my? Gears? Oh yeah, grinds <laughs> fucking gears. You want to know what grind really... them gears? Usually it's Josh Dillon who's got a gear to grind. No, uh, not today. And we didn't. I'm sorry, I'm gonna sneak this. Some I'm, I'm Pearl Harboring you. How dare you? What? In <laughs> in reference to our Japanese match, I'm Pearl Harboring you. Uh, Tammy Sitch back in the news. Oh, it looks like. Uh, remember we were joking about it. And mm -hmm. I kept I kept sneezing manslaughter and coughing it out. I do remember this. Yes, looks like it's fucking for real now. She, yeah, she killed that old man. Yeah, drunk. Yeah. And I'd be like, allegedly, no, no, three times over the fucking limit when she, she crashed to to, into the thing. Still got to go to court though. Still allegedly. That's what the toxicology report said. I believe you. And I'm sorry, man. Throw the fucking book at her. <laughs> yes, you, yeah. you are a fucking menace to goddamn society. <laughs> like, you're done. You're fucking done. It's over. She's looking at 30 years of convicted. Mm -hmm. 30 years for manslaughter. Yeah. Well, it's, potentially 30 okay, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's... Because yeah, it's not her first DUI. It's a no. combination oh of factors here. This is a woman who got arrested multiple times in one week. Court case. It's hard not to feel bad for, her, especially after just watching. You know, I get that. Not feeling bad for her going to jail, but I mean, the person we saw in Wrestling with Shadows, you know, yeah, just a bright, aware of the industry, understanding her role, trying to really figure things out, um, and definitely yeah. way ahead of her time. A fucking star. You know, she she earned that fucking Hall of Fame appearance. I don't care what. Of course, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm but, not disputing that. No, I'm not. That's not the dispute. Are. It's just like. Man, I know she's gone through, like anybody else, like any other human being on God's green earth, we all go through some fucking crazy shit. Good, bad, or indifferent. And I get that. But a lot of that, too, you got to take some fucking responsibility. Oh, sure. And, like, how many times you can make so many fucking mistakes, and how many do you learn from? Yeah. To the point someone's got to fucking die because you, you want to drive drunk? Yeah. It's right. What's wild? It's um, I felt bad for for years, man. She got she got a fucking bad, bad fucking shape. Yeah. And multiple times, multiple times. And but, you know, at what point at what point do you you'd be like, wow, this is fucked up. Maybe I got to take charge. Or do you just let things happen because you really don't give a fuck? Yeah. All the uh, 
all the DDP yoga in the world won't save this. Won't see. Yeah, it's <laughs> sorry. There's no coming back here. No coming Although, back. I got to say, let's go with the positive then. If we're grinding our gears, I, what are you mad at? You mad at that you ran over an old guy? Is that what you're grinding your gears about? Like, considering the amount of chances that she's had to to fix things for herself, for her well-being, you know? Some yeah, guy had yeah, to yeah. die. A man yeah, had yeah. to die. Sure. An old man, a grampy, had to fucking die because, you know, fuck the law, fuck everybody else. I'm going to drive drunk. I've been busted for DUIs. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, how the hubris is... Uh, the arrogance. Smell, the arrogance. You could smell it in the air. It was the smell of the 90s. Smell of the 90s. <laughs> but you, Tammy like, Sitch, the smell of the 90s. Oof. Yes. Poor <laughs> but, I can't believe I said that and I feel bad. But at the same wistful. Time, she makes me wistful. <laughs> like, I honestly, I don't know if there's a. Well, yeah, her and China. Those are two people I think back. I'm just, I wish things worked out better for you. China never fucking killed nobody. Killed nobody. Don't, get me, don't get me wrong. Never hurt anybody. Hurt herself yeah. more than anything. Of course. I mean, and you know, in some ways, other than this, Tammy probably, you know. I mean, look her up. The fucking, other than the porno. Fucking the rap sheet on this chick, yeah. man, is unfucking real. Yeah. Arrested multiple times in a day, in a yeah, week. I don't know. It's she gives a funny crazy. ass shoot promo, though. She will oh, always yeah. have her, the Tammy Sitch suit promos. Oh, we'll always have that. Google them, YouTube's, <laughs> whatever you kids are doing. Very, uh, with a grain of salt, because she comes off like, oh, it was never my fault. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's pro wrestling. Everybody does. <laughs> Literally every fucking shoot interview is explaining why I never did anything wrong and everyone else. No, Jake the Snake. Have you ever like, heard of New Jack? God rest his soul. Listen Beauty. to him talk about like stabbing a teenager in the face and why it's fine. You know, and it's awesome. Degree, Don't New Tammy, Jack's my favorite. When are we doing Sitch, a New Jack match? <laughs> Tammy Sitch gets uh, a little extra bit of a hit from people sometimes, and I think that's just the post that the business kind of likes to pick on people. And to some degree, it's the Fed. I think when you own all the tapes, right, it's yeah. easy for you to kind of build the narrative that you want and like not even to say your goal is like we're gonna fucking bury this person and fuck them it's just sort of like this is the company line i mean we've we've seen that before and we've seen it change and despite despite you know? the fact that her well she she wasn't married to chris candido right they were just partners long-term partners right yeah i don't think they were officially they weren't married, officially no. married even though he died of nat quote-unquote natural causes quote-unquote depending who you talk yeah, to you know yeah, she's yeah. constantly blamed for his death yeah which and is completely he, unfair. Yeah, which He's is fucking crazy. Fucking man. He yeah. can make his choices. He and, got sick. He fucking died. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, well, uh, Tammy drove him to be that sick. <laughs> like, I, I think. He died of a broken heart. Nobody, I was like, no, he had like a legitimate disease. Get fucking mad when you say this shit. But I think bottom line, a lot of us, and it's not just men. Women do this too. We hold women to a higher standard. Mm. In a sense, we're like, if we're mad at a woman, it seems to be easier to be mad at her that it is to be, because I don't know, for some reason, it's just like, look at all he tried to do. We rarely seem to get that kind of underdog feeling about women. No. Uh, maybe I'm speaking for myself. Maybe I'm just the only person who feels this way. But uh, it it it's hard for me not to feel somewhat sorry for this person. I feel like there are so many times where it's just like, what more could have been done? Somebody should have done something. What do you do? You know, you're a grown woman. It's been fucking 30 years of your life. Yeah. You had it all and you don't. At one point, the most searched woman on the internet was that AOL. The AOL's yeah. most searchable AOL woman in 1996. When did AOL ever make any bad choices? <laughs> Oof. Go I on. don't know what you use for your browser on your phone, but it certainly isn't AOL. Okay. So just because I'd rather end on a happy note, let's spend five minutes talking about 
Buff Bagwell taking over Twitter. Can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> Buff Bagwell has been getting his shit together. My understanding is through like the DDP yoga ranch bullshit. Which is funny because DDP wants the family. DDP, ho DDP, DDP home for wayward wrestlers. <laughs> DDP Diamond Dallas Page once infamously said on a Nitro that Buff stuff ain't big enough. And I always kind of believe that. <laughs> well, he was a professional. I feel like the guy literally. But now he's had helping him out. Money. Funny how wrestling exactly. works. <laughs> True. He said he had a small dick, and now he's like, you know what? I'm I don't care if you have yeah. a small dick. I'm going to help you get better. Yeah. Uh, but because he was great. losing it online, he's... like there was like videos of him just like on ca doing cameos and stuff. Oh, and fuck just yeah. fucking cranked yeah. out of his head. He's been great in that he's trying very hard to figure out the internet. It feels like your uncle who got out of re rehab and is getting his shit together, who stopped drinking, is on the internet <laughs> and he's trying to learn. You know, kind of guy who spent the last 10 years in a haze and is just like, what's an emoji? Like, how do I do this? Like, of course, he figured out the top hat emoji and it was all fucking over. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> um, I, Best top hat in the business. He also actively, like, pushed, he's like, for the because he made a joke about something and then he was just like, for the record, I like Nyla Rose a lot and I have nothing against uh, trans people in <laughs> the LGBT community. And then, uh, then he started, like, fucking... Uh, like replying to people being homophobic and transphobic in his comments and just like fucking buff Bagwell promoing them. Like, <laughs> God. But I do appreciate buff Bagwell going out there and like literally he could be a very different person and no one would be surprised and, and a lot of people wouldn't hold it against him. Yeah. But he's not. He's trying real hard to not be a shithead and he means that. And like, how do you get that in wrestling? Like, because even when other guys dry out, they're still assholes and like goofy old wrestlers. Yeah, they, so a lot of them turn into Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Debating sleeping with his stepdaughter. Publicly on the internet. Now, now Marty Jannetty is the fucking, there are two wolves inside of you. One is Marty Jannetty. <laughs> one is sober Marty Jannetty and one is sober uh, fucking uh, Buff Bagwell. Jesus Christ. Judy. Judy, when you when you say two wolves, are you talking about me? Talking about you? No, just in general. Oh, you, okay. you ever seen that meme? Yeah, you don't spend enough time on the internet. I, I'll get buff to send you some memes. <laughs> we can go over the two wolves meme later. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now I need internet education. <laughs> yes, you do. So we should probably go do that. Then. Did I? Did I ever tell you I once attended an appearance of Buff Bagwell at uh, Eden's uh, Adult Ultra Lounge in the North End? He was judging a titty contest. Oh, he was judging. <laughs> but he did have his top he has hat. stripped before. I know that. He did have his top hat, and it said, uh, uh, what did it have on it? Buff Daddy. Buff Daddy. Classic. It was pretty like cool. It. Yeah, he was all right, I guess. It was just so weird to see him. This is well <laughs> after his career. Oh, yeah. but He uh, might have just been there that night. Infamously fired on his first night in WWF. That's fucking insane. Well, they, tried him, they tried him out. That's right. With Who did he wrestle? I can't Booker even remember. T. Booker T. And Booker T had a great debut. Yeah, he had a terrific career. They fired one of them, and he never came back. And he was one of the. He was one of their. Like everyone was happy when he got signed. Like, right. Whoa, Buff Bagwell's he gonna was, be wrestling. He actually made a WC. He actually had a WCW career. Yeah, and they wanted to do that invasion angle so fucking hard. Yeah, and he was one of the one of the first hires, and then one of the first fires too. God, <laughs> fucking crazy. Well, he's doing better now. Yeah, and I like him. And he's learning how to use emojis. It's a wholesome thing, Joshua. Shut the fuck up. Buff Daddy. <laughs> the fucking theme song. Or. Or. American, American males. American, American males. males. 
God. What a hit. <laughs> Absolute hit parade coming out of WCW 90s. They had the best. Mm. Uh, I think it was Jeremy who posted uh, a Flash Funk. Two Cold oh, Scorpios. Yeah. Theme. Oh, that's bitching. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. Uh, well, I'm done here, Josh. Send us home. Okay. In the meantime and in between time, this has been another thrilling episode of the Pink and Black Playback. Tune in next week. Same Brett time. Same Brett channel. Adios. Adios.